Sometimes I get weary of swimming upstream Seems like I'm always cutting against the grain I get tired, but still I can't quit Well, I know my master suffered more than this So I turn my collar against the wind mentioned in the last podcast, we're going to be getting into the book of Galatians uh, and uh, going through that, looking at it in a in a different light, at least a different light for me. Uh, I know that I have uh, I have taught through this book twice in a recorded uh, uh, version, and um, those have since been deleted from the Internet. And uh, and I'm glad for that, because I think we jumped through so many hoops trying to make it fit a preconceived notion that uh that it kind of rendered what the book's saying uh, as maybe at best it was it obscured it. Now, as I get into this, here's something that I want to uh, kind of um, I want I want this to be in the back of your mind as we go along and look through this. In Second P- uh, Peter chapter three, uh, we're looking at what Kepha, what Peter wrote about Paul or Shaul, whichever name you or Saul, whichever name you choose to refer to him by. Uh, And uh, he says that uh, uh, the uh, the words, the 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 letters that Paul wrote, he said, uh, was according to the wisdom that was given to him. And it says in all his letters, speaking in them concerning these matters in which some are hard to understand, which those who are untaught and unstable twist to their own destruction as they do also the other scriptures. Now, when I look at this, I see a couple of things that I didn't see in the past that I think bear uh, uh, being pointed out. One of them, it says that uh, these people who twist these, uh, what Paul writes are untaught. Now, when he says untaught, is he talking about the fact that they weren't taught by the scribes and the Pharisees or the religious uh, establishment of that day? No, I don't believe so. I believe what he's talking about is, are the taught ones of Messiah himself. Uh, Messiah and Messiah alone is the one who can speak uh, revelation, uh, his spirit indwelling the life of a believer leading into all truth and giving understanding of these matters because uh, the Torah, the instruction of God, of Elohim, is only spiritually understood. And as I talked about in our last podcast, I believe that goes beyond what's written on the pages uh, of the first five books of the Bible. I believe the instruction, it's, it's from the living instruction, the living word, the living Torah, Messiah, Christ himself, who is speaking to us on a real-time basis, not negating what was written, but lifting those off the page and putting them in our hearts. And uh, they don't always look like we uh, have determined in our own preconceived notions they should look like. That's why we don't have unity of the Spirit in the body of Messiah. Uh, and there won't be unity of the Spirit until we all become taught ones of the Messiah through the work of his indwelling spirit. And uh, so uh, th- that, that, that's an important thing to keep in mind. Uh, and uh, uh, he, the other thing is, and I believe we've, ref- we've referenced this before, but when uh, Peter, when Kepha uh, mentions what 
Shaul, what Paul has written, he equates them with the other scriptures, and that being the scriptures that were written even before Messiah came, including the Torah and the prophets. Now, we know that Jesus, Yeshua, Yehoshua, uh, he, he said he did not come to destroy the uh, the Torah and the prophets, but he came to uh, fulfill them. The word fulfill, pleruo, means fully preach. That, again, is him speaking his word. It's it's faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, by the word of Elohim. He is the word. Faith comes by hearing him. And I believe that's the point. That's the foundation of what we're going to look at here as we get into Galatians. So let's let's dig right in. Uh, let's just get into uh, uh, chapter 1 today. And in chapter 1, let's begin by reading in verse 1, Shaul, Paul, an emissary, a, 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 an apostle, not from men nor by a man, but by uh, Yahushua Messiah, uh, Jesus the Christ, and Elohim, being God the Father, who raised him from the dead, all the, and all the brothers who are with me to the assemblies of Galatia. Favor to you and peace from Elohim the Father and our Master Yahushua Messiah, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us out of this present wicked age according to the desire of Elohim and Father, our Elohim and Father, to whom be praised forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that you are so readily turning away from him who called you in the favor of Messiah to a different good news, which is not another only there are some who are troubling you and wishing to pervert the good news of Messiah. However, even if we or a messenger out of heaven bring a good news to you beside what we announce to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, and now I say again, if anyone brings a good news to you beside what you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or Elohim, or do I seek to please men? For if I still pleased men, I should not be a servant of Messiah. And I make known to you, brothers, that the good news announced by me is not according to men. For I did not receive it from men, nor was I taught it, but through a revelation of Yahushua Messiah, Jesus the Christ. For you have heard of my former behavior in Yehudaism, in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the assembly of Elohim and ravaged it, and I progressed in Yehudaism beyond many of my age and my race, being more exceedingly ardent for the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased Elohim, who separated me from my mother, uh, mother's womb and called me by his favor to reveal his son in me, that I might bring him the good news to the nations. I did not immediately consult with flesh and blood, neither did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were emissaries or apostles before me, but I went to Arabia and returned again to Damasek. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to Jerusalem to learn from Kepha, Peter, and remained with him for 15 days. And I saw no other of the emissaries except Jacob or Jacob, the brother of the master. And what I write to you see before Elohim, before God, I do not lie. Then I went into the districts of Syria and Kalikia, and I was not known by sight to the assemblies of Yehuda, which were in Messiah. But they were hearing only that the one who once persecuted us now brings us good news, the belief which we once ravaged. He once, that is, since he, that he once ravaged. So they were esteeming Elohim or God in me. So here's the thing. Uh, the favor is from Elohim, the father and master who gave himself for our sins to deliver us. And it's according to this good news. The good news, and Paul points it out very clearly, 
that the good news is Messiah himself. So uh, here's the thing. Uh, we all were born uh, as descendants of Adam. The first Adam uh, it tells us in Romans that he brought death because of his sin, because of his disobedience, and he brought death. But uh, And then that came to all of us, everybody born of Adam. But Messiah came to bring life. He's a life-giving spirit. And so the good news is Messiah came. And Messiah, uh, his death uh, paid the penalty. And his resurrection and ascension to the Father and sending the Spirit to indwell us, uh, those of us who believe in him, uh, he has given us everlasting life. And uh, there is no other way to attain everlasting life. There's no other way to attain deliverance other than by believing in him with nothing added to it. Um, and that's what uh, that's what's going on here in this letter to the Galatians. They're bringing a different good news, which is not good news. And that is that uh, belief in Messiah is not enough. There must be things added to it. You must, uh, you know, uh, at the heart of it is become a part of Judaism uh, and uh, be circumcised. And as it uh, mentions in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 15, be circumcised and be commanded to keep all of the Torah of Moses, all of the law of Moses. Law is really not a good, good rendering of that word. Torah means instructions. Uh, but as we looked at in our last podcast, Messiah has been given that right ruling that was once uh, Moses's. Uh, there has been a change in the priesthood, folks. Again, uh, the priesthood of Levi. Our Messiah, the Christ, uh, would not be able to serve. The book of Hebrews tells us clearly he would not be able to serve as a priest here on earth because uh, he was not from the tribe of Levi. He was from the tribe of Judah. And uh, so that in and of itself is something that deviates from what was written uh, in the instructions that uh, Paul was given uh, by the master himself to give to the people at that time. That was for that time. Uh, and I have railed against dispensationalism. I don't like the word, uh, but I guess for lack of a better word, it, uh, uh, of a way of looking at it, it kind of fits that in a way because he did deal with Israel where they were at at that time. Messiah has come. That's not throwing out what was written, folks. Please don't get me wrong. Uh, he didn't come to bring new commandments. He came to take the very commandments, the tenets, the, the words of the covenant, and make them real to us, write them on our hearts, and then in real time by his spirit, bring them to our mind. There are the ten words, the ten commandments, the Decalogue uh, that we read about in Exodus chapter 20. Those are the words of the covenant uh, that was given then. But they were written on stone then. Now they've been written on fleshly tablets of the heart, administered by the spirit who gives life, not by the letter that brings death, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. So that's that's what Paul's getting into. Another good news adds to uh, just that simple fact, uh, and it's not a good news at all. And again, his son, uh, the son of God, the son of Elohim, is the good news that he came. And that's what Paul came, uh, uh, he, he ends up in uh, in Jerusalem, uh, with Kepha, with Peter, and uh, he saw James or Jacob, Jacob. Uh, that's the true name of James uh, in the Hebrew. He saw them, and uh, he brought 
to them what he had been teaching in the other nations. And we see that in Acts chapter 15. I'm not sure if that's talking about the exact same thing that, that we're reading about here, but very likely could be when he came up to them. And uh, uh, the, there are some things happened in Acts chapter 15 uh, that I think bear in mind that we go back and we take a quick look at them. And uh, then we'll uh, then we'll uh, close out our look at at Galatians chapter one for the day. But back in Acts chapter 15, verse one, certain men came down from Yehud and were teaching the brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the practice of Moses, you are unable to be saved. Well, is that true? No, we know that's not true. Uh, we see that throughout Scripture, uh, through Paul's writing, uh, that it's not circumcision nor uncircumcision, but it's belief. And so we know that's not true. So it says in verse 2, So when uh, Paul and Barnabas, uh, Shaul and Barnabas, had no small dissension and dispute with them, they arranged for them and certain others of them to go up to Jerusalem to the emissaries and elders about this question. So, being sent on their way by the assembly, they passed through Phoenicia and Shamaran or Samaria, relating the conversion of the nations, and they were causing great joy to all the brothers. And having arrived in Jerusalem, they were received by the assembly and the emissaries and the elders, and they reported all that Elohim or God had done with them. And some of the believers of the uh, uh, and some of the believers, these are true believers now, who belonged to the sect of the Pharisees, rose up saying it is necessary to circumcise them and to command them to keep the Torah of Moses. Now, uh, these are believers, but they've got something out of whack here. They're adding to. They're telling these people that came in uh, of the Gentiles that you have to keep the, uh, the uh, Torah of Moses, the instructions of Moses that we see beginning in Exodus chapter 21, and uh, you must be circumcised, effectively becoming a part of, uh, of Judaism and being grafted into Israel. Uh, the grafting in, I believe, is grafting into Messiah, into the family of Elohim, uh, the ad uh, adopted into the family of Elohim. I believe that's the truth of the of the uh, grafting in argument, and I know I'll get uh, people who don't agree with that, but, you know, I don't see it another way. We're only in the family of Yah through Messiah, Yahusha, Jesus the Christ, and no other way. And it says, uh, then after they say this to them, saying it's necessary to circumcise them, command them to keep the Torah of Moses. And it says, and the emissaries and elders came together to look into this matter. When there had been much dispute, Kepha, Peter rose up and said to them, men, brothers, you know that a good while ago, Elohim God chose among us that by my mouth, the nation should hear the word of the good news and believe. And Elohim, who knows the heart, bore witness to them by giving them the set apart spirit or the Holy Spirit, as also to us, and made no distinction between us and them, cleansing their hearts by belief, only by belief. He's setting this up here. He's telling them this didn't happen by circumcision. It didn't happen by keeping the Torah of Moses. Now, verse 10. Why do you try Elohim? Why do you try God by putting a yoke on the neck of the top ones, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear. But through the fa favor of the Master, Yahushua Messiah, we trust to be saved in the same way as they. Now, when he says, why are you trying God by putting a yoke on the neck of, of these ones who are taught once? Remember the, that there, the uh, reference back in Second Peter about those who are untaught. Okay, they twist Paul's scriptures. Here's, he's calling these ones who are Gentiles 
They're, they're taught ones. And he says, why are you putting a yoke on their neck, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? Now, the yoke, you have to look at it for what it says. The yoke they're wanting to put on their necks is to tell them they must be circumcised and keep the Torah of Moses. And Peter, Kepha, is saying, why are you putting that yoke on them? Remember what Messiah said. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Now, this is not saying that you should toss aside uh, the instruction or take this into your own hands and believe that you've been given this place of being able to live your own life the way you want to as if you have that autonomy uh, to live this life the way you want to and still enter into the reign of Elohim. The reign of Elohim, the kingdom of God, is this, folks. It is that he rules in our hearts, that his spirit is in there leading us into all truth and causing us to walk in his commandments, that he gives us every single day, real time, rather than us deciding to go our own way. Uh, when it talks about the word, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Elohim. The word is Messiah. The word is the Christ and his spirit speaking to us. Belief comes by that and it continues by that. And uh, there is no other way. You can't add to it and earn any more favor by keeping any of the commandments that are written in this book. But if you have a despised, uh, a despising attitude, and a dismissiveness of them, that's another story altogether. Now, uh, I am a, 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 where I'm at with this, I've seen the paganism that has been practiced in traditional Christianity, and I really don't want any part of that. I'm not here to condemn anybody for that. I believe if you want to follow the Messiah, you'll, be, you'll, you'll open your heart and your mind to, uh, and let him do this work in you for his good pleasure. Okay, he will do that. He will show you those things. Uh, and do I keep uh, do I observe the uh, the commanded feast days? Yeah, I observe them, but not like I once did now and not like Israel did. Israel was looking at those as shadows and types for the Messiah who was to come. And uh, he has come. There is uh, it's as if. You know, we don't we don't sacrifice a lamb on Passover. I've never done that uh, and don't intend to start. Some do. But if you're doing that and following these things as Israel did to commemorate them coming out of Egypt and as a type of foreshadowing of Messiah to come, you're uh, acting as if there's another good news, almost as if Messiah hasn't come. But he has come. So going back and observing them and looking at them, and learning from them speaks of Messiah. He said so himself. In the volume of the book, he said it was written of me. He told the scribes and the Pharisees that they didn't believe Moses because if they had believed Moses, they would have believed him because Moses wrote about him. Now, so uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not dismissing everything that came before Matthew chapter 1. <laughs> not at all. I'm saying Messiah has come. And he is the good news. And if we have been bought and paid for by the price of his shed blood, of his life on the cross, on the stake, then we belong to him. 
And he is the good news who doesn't put a burden on us we can't carry. He does. We're not yoked with him in a way uh, that is hard and difficult. Uh, it's something that he does in and through us as we just surrender, as we just believe and allow him to do it with nothing added to it. Listen to me. Listen to me. I, I, I rest on the seventh day of the week, the Sabbath, but my salvation isn't, uh, isn't any, any better or any worse by how I do that as long as I'm just listening to him. And when I mess up, and I do, and so do you, then we have his mercy because our desire is to follow him. If our desire is to follow him, to hear him, to be his taught one, to be his student, his student, his disciple, that's what this is all about. So that's what we'll be looking at as we continue in the book of Galatians. Until next time, uh, pray you have a blessed day. Pray that you're trusting in the Messiah and nothing else or no one else. This is Banner. Talk to you again soon here on the Root of Truth Podcast. Yes, I have weakness. You already know. But I come boldly before your throne Timely favor from my great high priest For you were tried in every way like me And you helped me walk this narrow Spirit